soul contracts, my dude. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about today. And if you're new to this podcast, I'm Liv. This is M. M. Say hi. What's up? We're psychic medium twin flames, best friends, comedic geniuses. And we talk about all of the spare spiritual. I was going to put spiritual and, and poopy, spoopy, spichupily. Before we get into this topic, um, I okay, I asked people questions about soul contracts and did not realize that people did not know what a soul contract is. But now I have questions for you. For me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can I sell my soul away to something? Is that a possibility? <laughs> um, I don't know anything about other religious or occultist cultural things that would well, I wanna think know if it's they like, could like actually like can i sell my soul to the devil what and also what does that mean i honestly don't know <laughs> i feel either. like gojo is uh excitedly shaking his head yes in that <laughs> sort of like asshole way that he likes to do things so is that sarcastically or or I don't know. Is I feel he like serious? <laughs> he put on a pair of spectacles and casually walked over in a suit to a board with one of those long pointer sticks and started tapping it on the chalkboard. And what does that mean? <laughs> He's saying that you can't necessarily sell your soul because God created your soul and it's not for sale. However, <laughs> you can sell aspects of yourself. What does that mean? Can I sell them to demons? Sorry. <laughs> He just is laughing. I, I'm Literally laughing. in a chair with his feet out. I'm serious. I want to know. He's telling me it's like if you go to Chinatown in New York City and you get a Louis Vuitton, but it's not a Louis Vuitton. He's like, that's basically what you're doing and it's not a real thing. Um, ah. Oh, he's telling me that you, it's a perceived notion of doing something. It's like. Oh, so it's putting your energy towards something like an intention. It's like an intention, yes, but it's like if you sell your soul to something, it gives you this feeling of being able to do something. He's like, it's like a placebo. Weird. Is that Intentions. Exactly. It's like- um, Which is why it's a fake Louis Vuitton. He's like, you can't sell your soul. You can't sell something that is God. But if you believe that, it creates a big, powerful intention to do so. Yes. It's like- Wild. If somebody told you that you could literally jump off a cliff if you sold your soul- you're going to sell your soul and jump off that cliff with the idea of that you're going to be fine at the bottom and you are. That's really funny. That's how he's explaining it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I could be completely wrong because no one's ever asked me this question before. And I mean, I know. Solely <laughs> pun intended. I thought about it while the music was playing. <laughs> Going because after. There's so many. I Like I said, I asked a question. What do you guys want to know about soul contracts on Instagram? And I'm pretty sure half of you think that a soul contract is a contract where you sell your soul to other like entities. That is not what it is. When but we that's ask not the what question. we're going to talk about today. But I also just wanted to know if that was like possible. <laughs> They're telling me no, only in the most fake way possible. But again, but the intention of doing so is a powerful intention. Yeah. So it can do things with that energy. However, you still own your soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are... You can't... They're telling... He's telling me you can't sell something that isn't yours. Ah. Because separation is an illusion. Does that make any sense? Yep. Okay. That's weird. So, you can pretend to sell it, but... Yeah, but, uh... We're not talking about that. 
We're not talking that about selling so our weird. rights. Why is Lucifer talking? To- okay, it's not Lucifer. It's Beezlebub. Beezlebub is talking? Yeah. About what? He's saying that it's like, it's like little kids. <sighs> He's making fun of it. Like when a little kid says, oh, like the older sibling tells the little kid, I want to take this from you for a dime and there or a nickel. And the little kid's like, but I have a dime and it's so much smaller. And the kid's like, no, no, no. You need to give me literally a dime or a nickel. And the, the kid's like, I can't. I only have a dime. And then the older sibling's like, fine, I'll take your dime, even though it's smaller, but you owe me things. You know, because little kids think that a dime is worth more or a nickel is worth more than a dime because a nickel's bigger than a dime. Mm-hmm. It's like that sort of thing. I think it's hilarious that you're talking to Beezlebub because if you were to sell your soul, you probably wouldn't sell it to Lucifer. You would sell it to Beezlebub because Beezlebub is the scary aspects of Lucifer. You're welcome. Yeah, but it's not because they're also part of God anyways. (laughs) And also, it is a legend that Beezlebub is associated with gluttony, so he would be a soul eater. Sorry, I'm sorry, the jokes. He just keeps rolling with them. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> and like, I know it's great. him because he He's a very low funny. energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So every time he talks, it's like <laughs> it's like Bakugo, but the Japanese uh voice actor for Bakugo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when he talks, like he when he's not just speaking, his energy is weird. Mm-hmm. It like absorbs things because it's so heavy. Mm-hmm. He's cool. I like to talk to him. He doesn't bother me. He's just very calm because he absorbs things. It's kind of like the uh, that forest. The uh, Kikahara forest. Yeah. Absorbs things. But anyways. But we're talking about soul contracts, and that does not mean selling your soul. So. Also, if anything that I said is wrong and I find that it's wrong, I'll let you know. But as of right now, that's what Beezlebub and my trolling spirit guide have to say. If you believe that, because yeah. that's a lot for me too. <laughs> so what a soul contract is in the case in which we're talking about it. A soul contract is basically the agreement of all of the things that you are going to do within your existence as a being of some sorts. If you were like a spiritual being, you also get a soul contract for that. Yes. Okay. But do you, are you aware of it if you're not on earth? Yes. So you know your soul contract if you're, like, in a different plane of existence? You mean from a spirit guide's point of view? I don't know. And any, like, if you're a dragon and you go to dragon realm or whatever, are you aware of that? Or if you're a spirit guide and you have a contract for being a spirit guide, do you know, like, are you aware of it? Oh, I was answering the question of if you're a spirit guide, are you aware of, do you have a soul contract? I would say- Our soul contract or their soul contract? Sorry, I'm very confused. I thought you were talking about, are they aware of our soul contract? Oh, no, because when we come here, we forget about our soul contract, obviously, because we don't know what our purpose is. So we forget our plan. Well, no, they're telling me yes, because when you're a spirit guide, you're a higher dimensional spiritual being, so they know it. They show me it's like a work contract for them. Yeah. But I'm talking also like when you're a dragon, you go into dragon realm. Are you aware of it? Or, like, is it just Earth where you forget it? Or just, like, the physical plane where you forget your your plan? I want to say it's when you're in a physical plane. Because physical okay. planes are the lowest of dimensional beings. But if you're a higher dimensional being, you would know about it. Do demons have soul contracts? Yes. Like, things that are lower than us? Yes. 
Do they remember it? <laughs> they don't forget it because that's what damns them to be there. <sighs> Interesting. Well, it's just I'm sorry. Your, that's not my words. I realize it's just your explanation of because we are lower. We're the lowest dimensional place. There is things that are lower than us. I'm but sorry. They remember it. I was just talking to Bezelbub, and he's like, "If we were in a Disney movie, this is where we'd break into song, and I would be like." Oh! <laughs> He's hilarious. What were you going to say? Did you see my eyes gloss over? Because he literally started a fucking dance number in my head. God, I can't believe we're talking to Beezlebubber right now. Yeah, I really like him. He's really cool. Um, People are going to think that we're absolutely nuts. Also, I think we're nuts. So. We should have prefaced this by saying, this is one of our spirit metaphysical shower thoughts episodes. Oh, yeah. Metaphysical shower thoughts. It's because we did our two videos and one podcast and now we need more content so <laughs> so uh welcome to our shower thoughts it's gonna be chaotic it's gonna be a fun time we're talking to Beezlebub. <laughs> yeah because i don't say things are damned so that's interesting yeah that's hilarious yeah he's like that's because well you know and i know now from something else that it, bad souls or not things aren't bad he's just using damned in the term of like that's how people that are listening would explain it well, yeah. Can turn into human souls. Mm -hmm. It's called leveling up, my dude. So he's like, but these little trickster things aren't that you're talking about specifically. He's like, because we're going to stay within your fucking dimension, small beings. Um, <laughs> the Aries was like, oh, my God. <laughs> what about this? What about this? Yeah. He's like, the things that you perceive, they understand their contract because that is what has gotten them to be this existence. Yeah, they're telling me that the physical realm is not because, like, you don't, you forget your plan, be, not because it's the lowest of the places of existence, but because of what they, like, show me this, like, thick cloud of other people's ideas and thoughts disrupting things. Does that make sense? I guess. They just show me that it is literally the, the hardest realm because of the physicality of it yeah because they show me like the realm above us is lighter and then you get into this realm and it's like a lot of other people's energy shoved in together so it kind of is like numbing but it's interesting i don't know the way it's weird yeah no the way they show it to me is like with um because everything's energy right the things that we're talking to and they're telling me it's the physicality that is what separates us from the energetic things so if you're a lower vibrational being or just a being that is non-physical quote unquote like our spirit guides or a soul you have knowledge of that because you don't have the physicality separating you it really is like physical because we have our souls which is the non-physical inside of our bodies but when you look at the way particles move in matter or energy, the slower the particles are moving, the more solid it is. So if you think about your body and your soul as a computer, you could have all of these whirring, buzzing noises of the wires in the electricity that's going through the radio, but what's actually picking up on the receiving frequencies is like the soul. That's gonna be the thing that picks up the Bluetooth or the frequencies. So, but it's hard when you have all of these other things going on and it gets in the way of the frequencies. Yeah, they just like show me a crowd of people that are like shoved together and then they give me the claircognizant idea of uh, stem cells when you're 
pressed against a whole bunch of other stem cells that are doing the same thing that you fall in line with them. Ah, I like that. That's interesting. Yeah. So the you're talking about how the atoms move within a physical solid object. That's how it moves here, mm-hmm. which is why things that are lower than us and more solid have a different way of existence because they have a different special speciality specialization things like that so it is different for them down there than it is in the through the physical dimension so to speak Mm -hmm. he goes and that's why people are so scared of them because it takes a lot for them to get up here (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah sorry and when we when we say that we had a reading with someone who uh we perceive to have had a, I guess, past life as a demon past or a dark lives. soul. <laughs> past lives. And they were finally like coming up to the physical realm. So their energy was a little bit like unstable. So they were able to perceive things. Spiritually so brown nosing everything. Yeah. So they, they could see things because their energy was very unstable. So that's when we figured out that dark things can reincarnate as a human being or something higher and it's not it's not that these people are bad either it's just they're they're raising their energy they're raising their frequency is no good or bad they are leveling up if you will yeah to literally (laughs) talk to someone that was a lower entity thing and they're not like their soul is now a person is blowing my mind But yeah, the basic idea of a soul contract is it is your contract that says, I'm going to do these things. I am going to meet these people. I'm going to have these interactions with these people. This is how my life is going to look like. Now, we did a podcast where we talk about parallel universes. And this also dictates all of the parallel universes that you will create based upon your existence as well. So your soul contract is very complex so my next question for you is what is the purpose of the soul contract oh okay i was just gonna wonder if you were gonna say that so i'm glad it's a question so whether you believe in reincarnation or not whether you want to take the trip around the sun more than once or on a different planet universe whatever that is your entire reason of incarnating whether it be once or multiple times however you believe it is to learn the difference between sympathy and empathy so a lot of people, and I was watching, I was, ugh, I was watching a comedy special with Bradley, and uh, I won't say who it was. It's not that I don't like them, but I don't want people to be like, you don't like them because you're correcting them. I'm not, cor- I'm just correcting everybody because I'm gonna put it in the Leo jar. Fight me. Um, people use the word sympathy and empathy interchangeably, and they're not the same at all. It's like two, two, and two. They, they, there. It's not, it's not the same. <laughs> Anyways, so sympathy is someone or something's ability to relate emotionally to something else, even though they have never been through that experience. So like, I don't know, what's something that you've done that I've never done before that might've sucked? I was uncool when I was in grade school. <laughs> You're Liv- tailoring to my Leoness and I, I love know. it. <laughs> Liv thought she was cool when she was young. I was cool. That's also in the Leo darn case you're wondering. In elementary school. Anyways. <laughs> so obviously, since I never experienced the fact that I wasn't oh. cool in elementary school, I could be like, Emily, I can totally sympathize with you because like when I was in middle school, I was not cool. So I could only imagine what it would be like in elementary school to never, ever know 
what it's like to be cool. As she rolls her eyes. <laughs> Sorry, I got Beezlebub's energy. I'm about it. Beezlebub is hilarious. Hey, I love that he has joined us in the selling of the souls. He's wearing a three-piece suit, and I can't see his head, but it's all like this charcoal black color with like his pants are too tight. He's wearing like shoes that are patent leather with gold little like inlay on the top of them and they're like loafers. And then he's wearing a red, like red fucking button down shirt underneath his vest. That's funny. I like how you see him. Yeah, it's really funny. But I, I never see him. I only hear him. Oh, I hear him too. It's crazy. That's how I know it's him because he always yeah, no. sounds the same. Very, very low pitched energy. Yeah. Then are you talking to Beezlebub or are you listening to Jellybean's tiny toes upstairs? The tiny toes. Tiny toes. So that's sympathy. Now, empathy is different. Empathy is being able to wholeheartedly understand from emotional aspect how someone could or is feeling because you have gone through either the same and experienced the same situation or scenario or a similar one. So I 100% can like be on board with Emily not being cool the rest of her existence from middle school to now. <laughs> wow. Wow. Glad you could uh, get on the uncool wagon. It's really where it's at is being uncool when you figure out who is in your nerd herd and who isn't. Well, it's it's not cool when you are the only one that's not cool. <laughs> Hence I my childhood. <laughs> I would have been friends with you even if you weren't uncool. That's probably why I became uncool. I'm kidding. <laughs> Douchebag! I'm sorry. I'll stop. The Leo jar. I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to be funny. Anyways. Um, so what is the purpose of the soul contract? It's to learn the difference between sympathy and empathy. So you're going to live thousands or hundreds or one life, whatever you want, in order to learn the difference between sympathy and empathy because each time you experience something new, something different, that gives you the empathy to understand other things and that is your spiritual perspective or quote-unquote enlightenment so that's another thing that just annoys me when people i know this is maybe slightly off topic but when people are like racist or like any other type of slur obnoxious people it's like you're dumb because literally two lifetimes ago you might have been exactly what it is that you don't like but mm -hmm. also they're literally created to be that person for the other people you sometimes people are created as bad guys because you're gonna be the reason that i learn something and vice versa so that's the reason uh you have a soul contract is to live different lives and it's all planned out for you you get to decide whether or not you want to stay up in heaven spirit source whatever it is and continue to eat ice cream cones or fuck around and reincarnate like em and i who decided to be obnoxious and here we are today infiltrating your ear hole holes with our words because what she looking at someone behind me <laughs> i don't know yes is your grandpa over there there's a man back there mm. i don't think it's my grandpa he's brown hair you're welcome. Well, <laughs> Sorry, Jellybean does that to me a lot. She stares at the people that are standing behind me, and then I look back there, and I'm like, oh, hi. Oh, here we go. Cue it down. Sit. Good girl. We got two more podcasts. Lay down all the way. Go on. Down. I do. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, that is the reason of your soul contract. You are given this big giant book outlining all of the things that you're going to learn in this life. And think of it kind of like a game where those if then but games. So if you always buts, Tina. Buts. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have like wow, chicka wow, wow. Yeah, people are like, you should have your buttons programmed to all the weird things that you say. I, I was like, that is a good idea, sir. <laughs> I have a gif or like snippet of you calling me a towel. You're a towel! Yeah, I have that somewhere <laughs> with our elevator music. Yeah, because we can program our buttons. Ugh, it'd be really funny. It would be. Anyways, one that says spoopy boopy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Forever going to troll you with that. But yeah, you have this book. It tells you everything that you're going to do and either you agree to live that life or you don't. But it's not necessarily your choice um, of what you do. You don't write it as far as I understand. You just agree to it. And that brings us to our next question, which is who creates soul contracts? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know why he's here. Just ignore him. Then Olivia's dog is here and she's staring at the man that's standing behind me. He's making faces at her. He's cute. Is that my grandpa? I can't tell. I have no idea. You told me he's younger. Is he wearing a green and tan flannel shirt? I guess. Okay, maybe it is. When he's younger. He's like, like grandpa. As, I don't know what he's wearing. He's as tall. Well, I don't know if he's your grandpa. He's as tall as the top white bucket over there. He doesn't look like my grandpa. That's my final answer. Okay. His hair is too late. Tell him to go do something. <laughs> she like won't stop looking. Why do you have to make me see these things? That's really funny. Does she not do that to you? Or do I just randomly have physical existence of people behind me? You're really good at picking up physical. I tune it out if it's not well she was looking at him and i was like oh there's someone back there i don't know i figured the chinchos were making noise and she was like trying to listen to the chinchos yeah no maybe i also am listening to what she's saying so when she's like i see someone and then i turn my head and i'm like i see them too well i'm glad she's not (laughs) because jellybean does the same thing and you can tell the difference when she's looking at a spirit and when she's not (laughs) so you're welcome it's weird I find it weird that she doesn't do that to you. She might, and I just not don't know. I mean, she literally lays next to me when I do readings with people. I think she looked at someone the other day that was standing next to me, and I, I saw it because they were standing to my right, and she came on my left because she's usually on my left and was, like, peeking around me in my chair, and I was like, oh, yes, I see him. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, yeah. soul contracts. Next question. Who creates the soul contracts? Oh, yeah. Well, so... It's funny because Gojo made a joke, and I feel like it's also my higher self, too, that's talking about this information because I heard the sort of, like, the person that I were, like, feeling I used to associate my higher self is, like, this girl that's in, like, big white toga type stuff, 
um, and she has like golden energy-ish around her, like whitish. They told me when I say that you don't get to make your soul contract, um, my higher self kind of reprimanded me a second or like corrected me and was like, well, technically you do because you decided to live your if then and then what buts life. So by you either completing or not completing certain things, that goes into manufacturing your next soul contract. So technically you kind of do because if you decide to make all of the wrong choices or all of the right choices, that will dictate what happens to your soul contract next. However, again, you don't get to pick it though, but technically you kind of do. And what she's talking about is when you have past lives where you exist, you create a karmatic imbalance in your soul. Because a lot of people think that karma is, they're going to get what they're asking for. Mm -hmm. And it's usually a negative thing, but it's not. Karma just represents the imbalance within one soul. So we are talking about you need to have sympathy and empathy. You may come in in a past life of being an oppressor and you're going to get what's coming to you or you're going to come back and you're going to be someone that is oppressed. You may come in as the oppressed and then in your next life you become an oppressor. It is two sides of the coin. It makes things balanced. So higher spiritual beings are the ones that are like putting things in place for you and making the plan. However, you are the one, your soul is dictating what things go into the soul contract based upon which karmatic things have happened in your journey up till this point in order for you to gain the balance within your soul between that sympathy and empathy. That was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I um was talking to a client a couple days ago and they are hindu i believe and their past life came in to talk to me and their past life was this like sort of poignant tall asian man i know i see him you're okay of like high social status and i don't think he was mean i just think that he was kind of for lack of a better word i don't know he wasn't mean it just he was a man of power and money in a time when being a powerful man with money was just, we would see it as being a dick bag. <laughs> mm -hmm. And now in this life, my client is not a man of power and esteem and money and whatever else. They even expressed to me that they, in their life up to this point, have been pretty impoverished or lived in not the best standards of situations and when I explained their past life to them they're like oh well is that because I'm being karmically punished and I was like I understand that you're Hindu and I'm not saying anything against your religion or your beliefs but as a medium since you booked this reading with me I'm going to tell you that my belief is that it's not because you were a bad person it's just that this is the balancing coin of what you're supposed to learn now because it's very I could be opposite. wrong, but I thought Hindu religion thought of karm karma as the balancing thing. Because that's where I got the idea from. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, exactly. Okay. But they also, I think, it's please not a, like, correct me if I'm wrong. You getting punishment because you were a bad dude in the last time. But it could be. But it's also not the difference between good and bad type deal. Exactly. But the way that my client expressed their concerns to me about being punished karmically yeah. was that it was a punishment because of their last life. And I said, no, it's just balancing because now you're going to learn in this life aspects of yourself as a soul, as an existence of a higher self 
what the differences is between what you had then versus what you have now and that's going to be your empathy yeah which is enlightenment <laughs> yeah i have another example which is of my own my own soul okay in my last life i was kidnapped by men so in this life i have an irrational fear of men however in my existence i have not had any man that was in my life that wasn't completely and utterly calm and passive mm -hmm. every single one of them is non-aggressive because if i had a soul that was in my life that was aggressive it would put the thing back it would like make things heavy on that one side again and put things out of balance and they also feel like i'm supposed to have a female child because i keep like telling you guys on tiktok about this girl that i am seeing i feel like i'm supposed to have her because i'm supposed to watch someone else navigate life she's supposed to be a female because i'm supposed to watch a girl navigate life around men and see that it's going to be okay because still as existing as myself i still have the irrational fear of men but i am as a soul going to get a karmatic balance by not only being around men that are non-aggressive that everything is fine but i'm also going to watch someone that's very close to me and very similar to me deal with the same things but everything's going to be okay so it's not a you're going to be punished it's this is how it is in some cases this is how it is in the other cases sympathy and empathy yeah so it's not a good versus evil type of thing but your karma helps create the ideas of your soul contracts but i also feel like the higher spiritual beings we talked about angels there are the angels that have the higher view of things that help figure out where to put things oh can we talk about our um business not business your boss how they're an angel of dogs <laughs> literally i think that they specifically we're gonna call her sandra sandra literally is an angel of dogs and like the way they explain it to me in my office that one day just out of it was like literally an epiphany what and that's hilarious because epiphanies are supposed to be like angelic things right <laughs> god i hate that they make me talk like this god why Oh, they explained to me that Sandra literally as an angel, because now she's living a human existence, was or is the angel that puts dogs into homes with families. That's cute. So she knows the soul contracts of the dogs and like gives them a check mark before souls incarnate into the dogs, like helps them figure out what dog they're going to be, who they're going to be with and how their life is going to be. Which is one of my questions is do animals have soul contracts? Yes. <laughs> that's the last one. I was like, I need a cute one. <laughs> it's so fucking cute because that is literally what your boss does. And yeah. now sh they are in a human body to experience it from a different way because angels aren't exempt from learning the difference between sympathy and empathy. It's like they get to see their work in action, but also learn things. It's like going on an HR, like fucking resort escapade trip. Yeah. Her life is an angelic HR trip. That's cute. I can't. <laughs> she just got a, a new puppy. <laughs> yeah. After telling us that. And her pure excitement is just like everything. This mm -hmm. dog is so cute. So cute. But moving forward, because we have these soul contracts, a lot of people think that things are set in stone. Things like predestination. 
However, if you have listened to, like I said before, our Parallel Universes podcast, this question will make sense to you. Do we still have free will if we have a soul contract? Yes. So the way that I view it is there's a lot of different factors that have put in place to help us get in line with our soul contract. For example, one of the things is astrology. You have a natal chart. The second in which you were born helps determine or sway you towards the things that you need to do or exist in your life. So a lot of people are like, well, that just makes it so that we have no choices, no decisions. It, everything is predetermined. But for me, I had to deal with that a lot. And there was this one day where I was like asking live questions because my future self as a boy came forward and was like she has questions that I'm going to answer for you (laughs) so I was stressed out because once we started doing this business Liv started telling me things about myself other souls started telling things telling me things about myself about this is what's going to happen but my future self was like it's not that it's going to happen it's that the choices are predetermined so I feel like those are the things that are part of the soul contract is this is the fork in the road you now have the choice to go down one path or the other so your predestination is not your decisions it is the questions in which you are going to be asked in this life so you have the free will to choose one or other of these paths and then you're probably going to get into the question of like well what if we don't fulfill our paths we made a podcast about parallel universes that every time you have a decision to make you are living the life in which you make one decision you go down one path but you also create an existence or a parallel universe where you make the other decision so there is no like getting around the uh making of these two decisions so it does not matter what decision you do make however you still have the free will to do so yeah well you got nothing to say no you're doing a really good job explaining it she's playing tug of war with her dog with her fingers yeah if i put my hands in between her canines on the top and the bottom she doesn't bite down and i just put my little hands in between the holes in her teeth and then we play tug of war (laughs) because sometimes you don't have a rope (laughs) jesus christ yeah she doesn't bite you she just plays tug of war a toddler. Isn't that right? Say hi. Well, don't because Jelly Bean's upstairs. <laughs> okay. So one of the questions that I asked Liv was, can we, is there a moment or a time in which we do not fulfill our soul contracts? Because there's a lot of people that are like, well, I didn't do the thing that I was supposed to do that was written in my soul contract, so I have to come back and do it this time. Whether you fulfill, quote, air quotes, your contract or not, you're, this kind of comes into the question of like, if you decide to cut your life short because the world sucks sometimes or whatever else that happens, whether it's an accident or choosing to unalive yourself and we're using that because of YouTube purposes, you are going to have to learn whatever it is that you're supposed to 
one way or another, whether you have to take summer school classes or not, you're going to pass the 10th grade. <laughs> but isn't there, wouldn't there be a parallel universe where you do not do that? Correct. And that is also where the soul contract gets fulfilled because there's facets of your soul. So yeah. whether you learn it in spirit in this contract, because it was cut short for one reason or another, or you make the correct decision in another parallel universe, it's still going to be fulfilled. Yep. Mm -hmm. So there's no necessarily non-fulfillment going around the things that are written in your soul contract. Correct. Yeah, that's what you told me when we were doing this in our Patreon live. What did I tell you in the Patreon live? That it's not possible for us to not fulfill things in our soul contracts. Mm-hmm. Because of the idea of parallel universes. Yeah. So. I was just listening to Gojo and Beezlebub. They were telling me yeah. other things. So, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's interesting. So the last thing that I got most of the questions from on Instagram is, do we have the ability to change our soul contract? I would assume after existing. Um, Like, can you make edits to it? After existing? I guess. You can just say in general if you have a further summary. I would think edits to your soul contract would be when you fuck up and those angels, those like guardian angels are the ones that come in and are like, ah, I'm a big eraser. We're going to fix this. Just exit out. Who's got the white out? So you're talking about when... Are you sure that those are mistakes? Sorry. (laughs) I was about to say something and then they said something to me. Because uh, we... People like to talk about when you're in car crashes and, like, you get out, like, scratch-free and you shouldn't have. That's what Liv is talking about when you make a mistake and you shouldn't be doing that or whatever and the soul, like, angels pull you out, essentially. Your guardian angel pulls you out. Mm -hmm. But I still feel like that accident gives you information. Like, unless they have the ability to literally wipe everything and you just not experience it, But those people still went into a car accident and they still got information and lessons from that car accident. Well, I think that that's like, it's like an amendment. I feel like sometimes it is supposed to happen. Like that reading we did a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I thought that that was actually supposed to happen and it wasn't an accident, even though it felt like an accident. That's why I'm asking you that. But I do feel like sometimes it is an accident and they have to scratch it out and be like, okay, there we go. It's better now. It's fine. Interesting. But that reading from a couple weeks ago, I think actually it was supposed to happen. Because that's why I think higher dimensional beings have to write the soul contracts because there's so many things that could go wrong. Because it's basically Mm -hmm. like, here's all of the information that we can put into this person. It's like creating a sim Mm -hmm. in like that video game. It's you are this personality type. You have goals to do this. All of those things. And when they put all of those things into a human being they basically put you on earth and they're like let's see what's gonna happen yeah (laughs) but it's still higher dimensional beings that have a higher perspective of everything that exists below them that are able to make those choices in order to get the best result in in order to get the best result of your life as a soul she just has chincho hair all over her face because she stuck her head in one of the boxes and she's trying to eat it. 
Chincho hair. According to Fennel, it tastes really good. Just gotta put it in my mouth. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I don't remember what I was talking about. So. No, you were talking about making edits to the soul contract and that higher beings, dimensional beings, have to be the ones that make it because they see everything. It adds that dimensional understanding that we lack. Got you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, in conclusion, soul contracts are not things in which you sell your soul to the devil. And the devil himself well, could thinks it's funny. <laughs> well, he's not the devil, I guess. No. I, I thought Beezlebub was the... Oh, okay, Lucifer People is? think that Beezlebub is another name for the devil. Lucifer and Beezlebub are very different. I know. That's what I'm saying. Mm. That's why I'm like, I don't know what you mean. Number one, who was the devil? Number two, and number three, Beezlebub and Lucifer are different spiritual beings, and they're also fallen angels, so do with that what you will. Ah, okay. Yeah, I so, thought... Yeah, that's what... That's why in the Sam and Colby video that we made, they were like freaked out because S Colby explained that Beezlebub was another word for Satan, oh. which it's not. Yeah, but a it's lot of people- It's just a different being. think so. I know. That's uh, why I was like heated. I was like, you guys, stop. <laughs> stop disrespecting souls. Oh, I thought Beezlebub people thought were like, was the devil, whereas Lucifer is like the fallen angel. Because then mm -hmm. there's another demographic of people that like to re-sequester the names too. But we're just going to be our own demographic called the psychics. And this is what we're telling you. <laughs> yeah. Beezlebub is a daemon. He's cool. Every time someone says daemon, it makes me think of the word Damien, which is like a dude's name. It's D-A-E-M-O-N. How is that different than one without the A? Is it just the proper... Funny. Well, well how do you it? know what the difference is? Well, okay. My idea of what people think demons are, you have demons that are just little dark dimensional weird things, right? Scary things, yeah. And then you have the angels that are fallen angels, and that's what a daemon is. Oh, okay. They're just like the bigger ones. Yeah. They are the bosses. dark angels. Or the deities. They oh, dark angels. types of dark entities. That's what a daemon is. That's Got why it. I say that. Okay. A demon is a little dark, skittery thing that has no rank. <laughs> so <laughs> the one that has a soul contract, and then the ones that makes the soul contracts got it. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Do big? Wait. Do angels have soul contracts? Yes. Workers' contracts. Sorry. I what know. about a seraphim? <laughs> They're at a party right now. They can't take your call. <laughs> Did the, the receptionist take your call? No, I literally saw this big giant room open up and they were playing music and dancing. They were like the people from um, the Hunger Games that are like the top tier people. Like Effie. You ever read the Hunter Hunger Games? No, but I'm, I'm trying to think about if they have soul contracts. Oh, they're not answering me. <laughs> but I'm also really hungry too, so... <laughs> Um, no, because they just are. Yeah. That's their answer. No, we just are. <laughs> They're mm -hmm. the things that help, that make us. So why do they need a contract? We're the Sims. When yeah. you play the Sims, you don't write your own contract. You're writing contracts for the Sims. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're the ones that 
put the code out there and the ones that are lower are the ones that organize the code mm -hmm. into soul contracts. It's weird. Yeah. But they're busy having a party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Can I become a seraphim? If you work real hard. Can you get her away from my very expensive card stuff hey, over there? Settle. Thank you. <laughs> Can you sit down? I know you're getting bored. It's okay. You've been a really good girl for like three hours. Yeah. That's all I got. Cool beans. I'll put the patrons back in here. Mm -hmm. It'll be a good time. But if you are a patron, thank you. Because you're making it possible for our business bell movements. Emily doesn't like that I say that, but that's fine. I think it's funny. The people that get grossed out, they're going to be with Emily. And the people that aren't grossed out are going to be with us. It's called Twin Flames. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like, you should leave a review on Apple Podcasts that has a dad joke or a joke or a reference of some kind to this podcast or another um, that would make us giggle because so far we have a five out of five on Apple Podcasts and everyone is like, I don't have a dad joke, but I love you. And we we fucking love you too. I'm not saying that we don't. I'm just saying I want some dad jokes because the best one is going to be read on here. We have Presley. Katsu, Emmy, Kira, Fabiola, Jennifer, Amanda, Paige, Veronica, John, Maggie, Rena, Samantha, B, Christopher, Clarissa, Michelle, Laura, Cherish, Cha Car Charlie, Carly, Carly, Brittany, Missy, Forgetting Oblivion, Nelson, Sarah, Sasha, Ashley, Sarah, Jade, Angie, Julie, Colleen, Synth, Sherry, Hannah, Amy, Raquel, Tasha V, Fanny, JCLO, Shelly, Grisha, J, Denali, I think it's Denali, or Danali, Charlotte, Jasnimils, Jazz, Jasnimils, Julie, Brittany, Paige, <laughs> Marin, Christina, Christopher, Sarah, Jasmine, Connor, Alicia, Vanna, Maribel, Amy, Amber, Catalie, Joylin, Joylin, Paige, Brooklyn, Courtney, Nicola, Q, Rita, Alana, Abril, Shelby, Ismail, Ishmael, Ishmael, it's Ismail, uh, Aki, Karina, Surya, Sergio, and I love your name, Kata, 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 Asteria, Steffi, Jade, Brandy, Gay Mayer, Brooke, Lee, M, Kayla, Ashley, Catherine, Dallas, Sarah, Alyssa, Gannon, Maria, Veronica, Cynthia, Chris, Von Kleist, Emily, Meredith, Jim. It's loading. Lindsay, Beth, Ashley, Annalie, Tara, Rosie, or Tara, Brandy, Skullstorm, Agoradas, Agoradas. Is there like, I feel like I'm saying that so wrong, but that's how it looks. Agoradas. Tierra, Hazel, Marcy, Mia, Isabel, Rosura, Megan, Faith, Jessica, Yassi, Glow, Haley, Abadabadoo, Francesca, Alicia, Amba, Brooke, Ellie, Mia, Flavende, Leanne, Ocarona, Anya, Abby, Kayla, Sarah, April, Ashley, TJ, Cassie, Joanne, Charlie, Keisha, Helen, Lily, Natalie, Bercy, Miriam, Alec, Sarah, Amanda, Stephanie. Tuna, Izzy, Super, Aru, Alexa, Caitlin, Shareholder, Itzel, Sophia, Bria, Katie, Leanne, Bees, Brittany, Kendall, Chandy, Shandy, Riley, Nikea, Korean, Miana, Lillian, Jay, Lucretia, Misty, Brianna, Kristen, Kima, Christy, Vicky, Erica, Ian, Vanessa, McKenna, Shannon, Sydney, Kaylee, Mev, Veronica, Trinity, Cass, Anthony, Violet, Peyton, Mac, Autumn, Jenny, Laurel, Bradley, Sandy, Nas, Sherry, 
Sushi, Anita, Katie, Charles, Holly, Krista, Flo, Abby, Malake. Okay. Leaks. <laughs> if you know, you know. I need to get another one. Another good dad joke. Why did the cookie go to the hospital? Because the cookie crumbled. It's because he was feeling crummy. <clears throat> and we're your medicine kicks. Does Beezlebub have a soul contract? He laughed. I know. <laughs> Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.